Hello and welcome back. Happy Thursday. I am so, so excited to be here with you today. Um, I'm so excited to also bring you today's episode with a very, very special guest that I had the pleasure of interviewing and we want to share that with you today. So we had the pleasure of talking with um, Canadian CPA Amandeep Thind and I really, really am excited for you to be able to get all of this information that she shared with us to be able to, to help you so you can use it for you and your business. So please take out a piece of paper, grab a pen, maybe a coffee, a drink of water, um, sit down and take some notes from this episode as it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, you may know some of this already. You may not know any of it. So it's going to be very informational, and we are so excited to bring this to you. All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Happy Tuesday, January 18th. Um, and we are so, so excited to be here with you tonight. We have special guest speaker, Deep, and she is absolutely amazing on everything you need to know. Um, for business. So if you're just hopping on and if you've never seen um, a broadcast like this on StreamYard, either above this video or below, it's going to ask you for um, your permission to see who it is and just click the link and allow permission. And then we'll be able to see comments if anybody has comments uh, while we move through this presentation and this evening. So before we get started and dive right into the questions, I would like you to just kind of tell us about you, who you are, where you're from, and um, get into this. Okay. Thank you so much, um, Kelly, giving me opportunity to speak here today. My name is Amandeep Sint. I am um, from Toronto, Ontario in Canada, but uh, originally I'm from India. And um, I'm CPA. I have been in accounting field for over 25 years. And I got three kids, 17, 15, and 12 year old. Uh, so hands full. But I love what I do. And I love helping small business owners, you know, finding the ways to finding ways to save them taxes. It's just like, you know, doing that satisfaction that you get when somebody saves, even if they're saving hundred bucks or, you know, even if they save 20 bucks, right. It feels good. Yeah. Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, so, and it's, it's so true, right? So especially starting up your own business, it's, if you've never been in it, right. It's kind of foreign to all of us and, and to start a business. So being here and asking these questions tonight is so, so special. And I want to thank you first off for being here and allowing your time with us tonight to ask questions. My pleasure. Um, and and we're, we're pretty excited. So we had a few questions come in, but we also have some other questions. And um, we will just go right into it. So um, a question that I have for you, Amandeep, is that um, can you explain the difference between sole propriety and incorporation? Yeah, so the biggest difference is as a sole proprietor, like you're just uh, kind of like self-employed. And when you're incorporated, it's a different legal entity, right? So your business is separate from you as a person. Uh, it's like oh, its own entity. That's what they're called, legal entities. Like your own, your, you are 
your own legal entity for tax purposes and your business is, corporation is separate from you. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So if you're incorporated, your business is completely separate from you yeah. as a person. Yeah. And if you're a sole proprietor, it's kind of like combined, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you're just as working as just a self-employee. So any income, any expenses, whatever you do in your business, when you're not incorporated, they all go as part of your personal tax return. Perfect. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so what are the, what are the benefits and disadvantages of both? Um, okay. So we'll start from like when you're just starting a business, right? So very big question that comes in if I should incorporate, if I shouldn't, what are the benefits, right? So when you're just starting out, you have to consider, am I going to be taking whatever I make home, right, for my personal use? Or is this business going to be earning enough money for me to live in the business, right? So the big uh, before we start talking about the advantages and disadvantages, uh, let's first back out a big a bit and then um, talk about if I should incorporate or if I shouldn't incorporate, right? Because then yeah. we'll go into the to to the benefits. So, so very first question you want to ask yourself is the cost that is going to be incurred when I incorporate, right? And number two is you know, if I am not incorporated, anything, like I said before, anything that my business is going to be earning, do I need to take all that money out for my personal use? Or am I going to be leaving some in the business, right? Because when you incorporate, like there are extra costs, right? First cost is for you to incorporate, which is not that much if you incorporate federally versus provincial, right? So a little bit like uh, government fees, and then the fee you will be paying to the lawyer or to the accountant for incorporation. So there's like cost at the beginning, and then there's yearly costs for you to maintain your books, to do the tax returns, for you to uh, maybe hire a bookkeeper if, if you're not able to do it yourself, right? So there's those costs. Um, so if you are going to be like, if you're in the beginning stage right now, and you know you don't have you don't have much income coming in, you're just a startup company. So that's the very first question, right? So that then you should just wait until you become in a stage where, you know, okay, you know, at this point uh, I can start, my business is growing, there's more income coming in. Now I can start doing bit of a tax planning. Okay. So the advantages are for incorporation, the advantages are that you are able to do more tax planning as an incorporated company than you are in your if you're just you know self-employed. So number one advantage is that you can split your income with your spouse, with your parents, or whoever else you have in the family with a lower income bracket, right? And on the other hand, if you are just self-employed, whatever income you earn, it's your income. You cannot split, right? Unless that person is actually working for you, right? Then you can do some splitting. But there's way more tax um, planning that comes into place as an incorporated entity. 
And then the other disadvantage of um, in corporation is how you pay yourself. You have different ways that you can pay yourself. Um, like you can pay yourself a salary, you can pay yourself as dividends, you can issue yourself loans. And you can decide maybe one year I want to only pay myself, let's say, 50000 But next year I need to, I need extra money, so I'm going to pay myself 100000 right? So you can decide when to get paid, how much to get paid. And if you're incorporated, you cannot do that when you're self-employed. So whatever you earn as a self-employed, you will have to include in your personal income, right? So as a uh, in like when you're incorporated, the taxes tax rate for the business is lower than your personal tax rate. So it's always more advantageous to leave money in the incorporation, right, for the long long-term planning. Because once you grow your company, your company is like legal entity, right? It has its own credit history. It has its own, like it develops history. And then when you go to the banks, you know, you have, it's easier to get loan when you leave money in the company. The disadvantages are, you know, like extra cost that you have to incur at the uh, front end. And every single year, you know, maintaining the books, getting the getting your accountants to do your bookkeeping or hiring a bookkeeper, right? And then filing two sets of tax returns. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That yeah. is very visual. I can see all of that. It makes total sense. So um, a question I have too is, what is a financial statement? Yeah. So financial statements are... Uh, so let's say you have all the transactions that incur in your business. So, for example, you uh, you start a business, you bought a laptop, right? And when you buy a laptop, you are going to pay cash for it. And then so you credit your bank and then the debit goes on uh, as an expense for the company, right? So and then you will have um, other office supplies. You will be issuing uh, invoices to the customers right so those are all transactions that are happening in your business and then when you take all those transactions it they then go into uh, income statement and a balance sheet so income statement balance sheet and then cash flow those three um, statements are called financial statements so every single transaction has two entries, debit and a credit, right? So majority of the time, your debit or credit, one side will go to your income statement or some people are call, call it PNL, profit and loss statement. And uh, the other side will go to your balance sheet, right? So at the end of the day, your income statement is basically your revenues and your uh, expenses. Uh, revenue minus expenses is your net income, right? And that net income closes at the end of the year because you fresh, you start fresh um, beginning of every year. It rolls into your balance sheet. So basically, the balance sheet is your Bible. That is the most important statement for your company. That is what banks look at when you go to get loans, like how strong is your balance sheet. So balance sheet basically tells 
the story of your company for somebody like you know the banks or your accountant when they look at the balance sheet they can tell how strong is the company like what assets you have what liabilities you have what is sitting in your equity right the same to similar to our houses like our houses have equity same way your business has an equity that equity becomes it grows as your company's profits go grow and then if you're going to be taking all the profits out personally then your equity is not going to grow because you're bleeding your um, balance sheet basically gotcha yeah. absolutely so do you have any recommendations for you know a best software to use or something that you use to keep your financial statements organized yeah so in the beginning if you're just starting out to be honest you can do it all in excel all because you just need to be organized right so basically in the beginning your bank statement is everything so anything that goes through your bank you just want to make sure that you just keep a record you can just do that in excel you don't need to invest in um software but there are really cheap softwares available now mainly like cookbooks is very famous uh, in canada and even us in us a lot of people also use uh, it's called zero uh, they're very cheap like you could buy a, a simple one uh, for about 15 dollars a month subscription Okay, awesome. And there, because if you do use the software, it is going to keep you organized. And then at the end of the year, when you go to your accountant, you just give them access to that. So they, they will have everything to do your taxes. They don't need to bug you for things. Awesome. That makes it a lot easier then. Yeah. 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 So, the, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it, right? You just give them yeah. the login and they go for it. Yeah. Okay, and so how many financial statements should a person have? Uh, everybody will have, it's just one set of financial statements, like income statement and balance sheet. The cash flow statement is mainly used by larger companies. So cash flow statement basically tells you the cash position of your company, like where the cash is coming from. Is your cash coming from operating um, uh, activities or is it coming from investing? Meaning like, are you the one putting money into your company or you have other investments in the company? So it, it just tells you like uh, the cash generated from your main source of activity versus cash generated from other activities. But for small business owners, you, you just need balance sheet and income statement. Okay. That is what banks will ask when you go to the bank for any type of loans. Okay, awesome. Um, so if I only had one statement and I wanted to review an overall health of a company, what statement would they use and why? I think you kind of touched on that a bit. Yeah, they, you wouldn't, uh, if to review, um, it's the balance sheet is your the main source, right? But anybody that you will go to, like say if somebody needs to value a company, for example, you are now, you know, you grow your business, but you want to sell your business, right? They will always ask for balance sheet, right? And last five years of your income statement because they want to see the trend. So you yeah. need both. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so what are some ways to increase, in, increase cash flow? Uh, to increase cash flow is, um, you know, first number one is your revenue growth, right? <laughs> but if you, sometimes what happens is you do have good revenues, but you have no control over the expenses, right? Sometimes, uh, businesses, they don't spend, they cut costs, but they don't cut costs from the right places, right? Um, you know, like, so it's very, very important for you to know which areas of the cost you should be cutting, which, where you should be spending money. So to, to do that, like, just having a really organized book, if you are really organized and if you review your financial statements every month, you'll know where your cash is going. So you see, you know, like if you don't wait until end of the year, what actually happened in my company is looking at, okay, you know what I'm earning, let's say I'm earning $500,000 a month, but my net uh, cash flow coming from business is going into negative. So I'm definitely not doing something right, right? Either I'm taking way too much money out of the company for my personal use or, uh, my operating expenses are too high, right? Like, am I spending too much on the advertising or, you know, your, um, the cost of sales? Like if you're selling, if you're in a product, let's say if you're in a product-based company, is, is your margin too low that it leaves you nothing for, not much for your, to cover your operating expenses, right? So first you have, you have your revenues and then you have direct cost of sales, right? For, for for your business, for example, where your direct of direct cost is you, your own time because you're not really yeah. selling any product. You're just selling courses or you're selling your own time, right? So any time that you are spending creating the materials or, you know, paying yourself, those are direct costs. And for you, like your indirect costs will be if you are paying, let's say, if you have an office, you paid uh Office lease, you have your utilities, you have your phone, you know, your internet, etc. Those are indirect. So if then if after paying your direct costs, if there's not enough money left to cover your operating costs, then you need to see, okay, you know, where am I going wrong? So it's just like it's just like reading your numbers. Like if you look at your financial statements, they tell you a story. So you you have revenue and then you're gross margin like after your I know these are technical words for to for some people um so you know after you you have your, your revenue after the direct costs the margin that's left if it's only like say only 15 20 percent but you've got all these other expenses to cover that means you are either you're spending way too much of your own direct time right so that you need to then look at you know is, is is am I charging enough? So it's it's not always the cost. Then am I charging enough for my services? That could be the problem, right? Or if if it's a product based business, if you are buying a product from a third company, um, if you're outsourcing your product, am I paying too much to bring the product in that my margins are so low because I cannot raise my prices up? certain amount right because you also have to keep in mind the the competition right you cannot be charging too much for the similar products so those are the things that you have to then 
dig into when you are analyzing your numbers. Absolutely. I love that. So it's just being, <clears throat> excuse me, it's being mindful of, like you said, your costs, how much yeah. you're charging, just being organized in all of the things you already talked about. Yeah. So when you're sitting down, like however often you do it, whether it be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly, yeah. and you look at, you know, the income versus the expenses, yeah, just kind of like being organized there to sit down and see, does it make sense, right? Am I yeah. bringing in more than I'm spending or yeah. am I spending more than I'm earning, right? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, so any advice you would give somebody who is starting over financially? When you say starting over, if they are kind of like if they were coming out of some sort of like bankruptcy or like is in that um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm thinking so. So this was a question from somebody here in the VIP group. And, and yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm guessing completely maybe bankruptcy. If, yeah, so it, it depends. Like are you, if they're talking about business, if they have a business, right? Or personally, so if you, when you're just starting over, if you are like, a lot of times personally if you want to build up your credit it's just like being mindful right making a budget making sure that you whatever you are spending you know what you're spending like these days it's so easy for us to because we just scan our cards right we don't really use cash as much so you don't really realize how much you've spent so you know doing making the budget and then staying within that budget and then reviewing that review your bank statements on you know regular basis to see where you can cut where you can save this is very general question so i'm not sure if they if they were talking about uh, business perspective you're starting over as a new business like in the beginning it is tough right for any business so in, it's like in the beginning you want to be you want to make sure that first year especially whatever revenue you are bringing in right and then whatever you're left with after you you are uh, your expenses you do have to pay yourself you know you we, we need money for our personal expenses but just be mindful of you know like do i really need to take all this out or can i you know manage my personal with with less or you know if there's any other source of income that i can create to manage my personal expenses so that i can leave more money in my business for the future uh, growth or you know for if you have uh, expansion coming in like if you want to start maybe growing and hiring the the team even in the beginning stages like when if you do need uh, help instead of like bringing somebody on salary bring them on a commission right that always helps because you want to be mindful of creating fixed cost yeah Okay, so what is fixed cost? The fixed cost is like regardless of your revenue, you have to pay like your rent, regardless of how much you've earned, right? You've got to pay your rent. So in if you are the types of fixed costs you can cut is, you know, if you if you need help, if you are hiring somebody, instead of putting them on a salary, bring them in on commission because then they'll only get paid if they bring in sales. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. 
Awesome. Um, that was that was some good good information because I think I think in this time and day, like everybody you can see online too, is a lot of people are starting those online businesses. So yeah. whether you had one and it went wrong and now you're starting over or you're just starting from scratch and you're looking at ways to, you know, financially get going and get started. That's, that's an amazing piece of advice to, you know, look at your time, what you're putting into it, the money that you're putting into it. But like you said, Amandeep is that you're looking at, you know, the success in your business and being very mindful and just organized and looking at it. Yeah. Awesome. So what is the best timing? So if you were to start a business um, as self-employed, what is the best timing for incorporating my business and setting up tax accounts? Yeah. So um, I think we did touch on a little bit earlier. The best time is when you are ready to do tax planning for your business, right? So now you've grown enough, you want to start leaving money in the corporation, right? And, you know, your your personal tax bracket is going higher because you are earning all this money personally or as self-employed. So you want to, you know that you, let's say if you were earning $100,000, right? one year and then now you're in second of your business your business is now bringing in two hundred thousand dollars per year but you don't really need that two hundred thousand dollar personally so you don't want to pay taxes on the two hundred thousand dollars and yet you have um you have a spouse who is in a lower tax bracket right so now you can incorporate and then you can hire your spouse to, you know, you can just say that they are helping me do my admin stuff. So now that 200,000, you can split some of it with your spouse. And you don't have to pay yourself as a salary, right? You can pay yourself. That's the the biggest benefit. So this now, this $100,000 that you want to pay yourself, you don't have to pay that as a salary. You can pay yourself as a dividend. When you pay yourself as a dividend, it's at a lower tax bracket because your in, your company has already paid taxes on it. Or you could even take, if you say, okay, you know what, I don't want to pay any tax personally, but I need the money, but I only need the money for a short term, right? So you can take loan from your corporation and then, you know, use it, but then you have to repay it within a certain period of time within like two years before it gets included in your income so there's like all that type of we can't really go too much deep into the tax planning because it's just it and what it depends on everybody's personal situation and then it's just way more deep but like you you can just then talk to your accountant and then ask them like you know this is my you always have to look at your personal tax brackets right your whole family's um, as a whole income and your business, right? So then they will prepare a tax plan for your business and your company to make sure, uh, sorry, your business and personally to make sure that together, right, you guys save taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So let's just being, sorry. Once again, it's being mindful of, the success within your company before you, you know, look at that and wanting to incorporate. 
yeah yeah like in the beginning in the first year of the business you know there's not going to be much uh well i mean i don't i shouldn't say that but you know you could be earning a million dollar in the first year of the if you are earning one million dollar per year then you definitely should be incorporated right yeah when you go over like you know i for me like if you're kind of going over to 150,000 you know it's it's good uh, to incorporate 100 like $200,000 sort of sort of income okay perfect yeah because the second part of that question was i'm just starting out and i don't have much cash flow yet yeah. so like you said then so you would want to make sure that the cash flow is there before yeah. you would incorporate yeah yeah uh, awesome. there, there's not much then wait wait until you have more yeah. cash coming in yet. Yeah. Okay. And then there's one more question. So is there anything to consider when setting up my business to protect it as I go through separation from my husband? Yeah. So your business, when you, uh, if, um, if you, if it's incorporated business, um, so your business will have shareholders, right? If your husband is not a shareholder of their business, then it has nothing to do with him. And then it's it's protected. But if if when you incorporated, if he was a shareholder of the business, depending on that share, right, then he, he owns part of that business. So it just depends on how this business was structured from the beginning. But if they're just starting out and, you know, they are going through separation, then they want to make sure that they're when they incorporate of course at this stage they're not going to be the husband is not going to be the shareholder gotcha so it's depending on how you completely set up your business from yeah from the yeah awesome did you have any other things that you normally um give advice on or did we cover most of it um i think one thing that i would like to cover is um when you are incorporated like one invention we did not touch on is that you could buy a lot of people don't know that you could buy an insurance policy through your business that when you as as you as a beneficiary or you know whoever else is your beneficiary they can take money out of the corporation tax-free so when you are growing at a certain oh my computer is dying hold on a second sorry <laughs> that's okay They're good. I can still see you. Oh, are you there, Mandy? Oh, there you are. Sorry, guys, her computer just uh, was dying. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, 
There we go. She's just plugging it in here. Oh, and we lost her. <laughs> she may come back. Um, she says it's frozen. Um, we'll just see if she can come back here. Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> But this is amazing. So there's so much information here. So make sure if you're watching this on the replay that you pause it and take notes on certain parts or questions that you maybe um, didn't know and, and you need to know. Because all of this information, whether it is a, a brand new business that you're starting or um, being a business that you've been in for a couple years or a long time, it's great to know all of this information. So when it comes to, you know, tax time every single year that we, we go through, it's not, um, you know, like a big scatter or a big mess and you're not rushing around trying to find everything. So this is very, very amazing. Absolutely so much information here to to be heard and and um just a second let me re-invite her paste <laughs> we'll try this again um but yes it's very um very good to know because like we all know um, personal tax return or um, business tax return if you're self-employed or incorporated. We know that that time of year, it can be very overwhelming. So to set yourself up this year following these steps is very, very beneficial. So next time around this, next year around this time when you're going through all the things, um, you don't have all of the, cl the clutter and the scatterbrain and having to find everything at the last minute. So, so many amazing tips here today. I'm not sure if Amanda can get back in. Um, if not, that's okay. And um, yeah, so it's absolutely awesome that we got to share this with you guys. I want to thank Amanda. Oh, here she is. <laughs> we can get her back in. <laughs> from the phone it, it's frozen on my laptop that's okay it's all good i was just saying that um you know if you're brand new to business or if you've been in it a long time to watch this replay and pause it and take notes on all of this because it's such good information yeah um, but i'll let you go and start back from what you were speaking yeah. on before we froze here yeah, so I was talking about like the one of the biggest advantage of incorporating when you are at a good point in business is that you can get a insurance policy uh, through your business, right? Even though that the premium that your company is going to be paying, they're not deductible for the uh, for the tax purposes, but the money that you when you take it out it's going to be tax free because a lot of those policies have uh, the they generate value right it's not like only after you die that somebody will benefit but you yourself uh, when you retire you can take out the money and uh, the cash value that it's going to generate because most of the time those uh, type of policies they have pretty good cash value uh, so you know like you can 
you can have savings for your retirement. Awesome. Yeah. That, that's great to know. I didn't know that you could take um, or you could get um, insurance policies in your company. Yeah. 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 A lot of uh, people don't. And uh, it's, it is actually for uh, companies like the businesses that are doing like really, really well. This is the one thing they always put in place. Like some people that I know they've got like they pay like six, seven thousand dollars a month premium and therefore the, their insurances because, you know, they're generating all this cash value. You know, it's putting going away for their for their retirement. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's also, uh, you know, also like, you know, if you if something is happening, you know happens to you for example and then your beneficiaries they'll get at least that much money like to make sure that your business is taken care of of there was debts and stuff like that right they're paid off so it it uh, it's really good um, good to have yeah absolutely such good information just before uh we head out here i just want to make sure if anybody that's watching has any comments um if you want to drop them now before we get off um, <clears throat> that would be awesome. But, um, I do want to thank you, Amandeep. It's been amazing. I learned so much. Um, I mean, I, I, I thought I knew most of it, but I know for sure now I'm, I'm going to actually go back myself and to make sure I take some notes because it was so information, um, informative, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, that was amazing. And did you have anything else that you normally talk on or any, um, thing you can think of to share with them yeah. besides what we we spoke about? Yeah. So um, one thing is that, you know, start you know, like now we are only in January, right? So mostly companies will have December year end. Start uh, doing budget now, right? And don't leave your accounting to the last minute when, when it's time to, to for you to do the taxes because then it gets overwhelming and people can't find their seats they don't know what what transactions um you know that happened like 10 months ago if you don't keep good record so you know do that the other thing that i wanted to say is um i just lost my thought um yeah if you are not incorporated if you're just self-employed make sure you open a separate business account right okay. because if you make your personal with your business account, then you know you're going to have a, such a hard time at the end of the year uh, carving out your transactions that were business related versus personal. Especially like some things, like if it's meals and entertainment, if you know you don't know, like you know, like you you know how you can claim your some of your meals as your business expenses, uh, but if you are taking your family versus you taking somebody on a business purpose and you go to the same restaurant, you're not going to remember, right? So yeah. keep business uh, costs separately. And also like if you are uh, somebody, if you're a business, but you're working from home, like you, you don't have office outside, but you, your home office is your office, right? You know that you can claim your utilities, your internet, your, um, you know, your car expenses and all that, those kind of things that you can claim. I think a lot of times, um, a lot of these ex um, credits that people can take, they don't take because they're not aware that they can expense some of their house expenses as part of their business. Beautiful. So um, I actually learned that last year. And it's, I think what they say is, 
is it from like your the living quarter so if this was my office here which it is it's the square footage right yeah. and then yeah. this yeah so that's awesome to know if you are home based yeah. um that you can write off like your utilities like you just said your utilities your um internet bill your cell phone bill yeah um stuff like yeah. that bears you did like if you painted your office any furniture you bought for it right so you can write off all that Beautiful. Awesome. And then um, home renovations too, right? If it, if it includes part of um, yeah, your office your... renovation. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Beautiful. So um, I was going to ask you, so how you said, um, you know, you keep all expenses, like you, I was just saying when you were coming back on here, that all of this information is so amazing. And we're so grateful to have you here today because we don't want to be so scatterbrained and unorganized at the end of the year when tax time comes. So do you have like an actual um, like hands-on system that people can use? Or like, I know there's the envelope system where you can keep your receipts in envelopes, but do you have any hands-on systems for that? Um, so, you know, the best thing is um, we all have the phones, right? Uh, just create like a folder if you don't have time, just at least if you can um, create a monthly folder, right? And just like scan everything into that. Because then if you create, if you just, instead of dumping them like all in one place, if you uh, create monthly folder on your laptop and then just push the receipts there. So when you go to your bank reconciliation, right? You, are, you already have everything organized by month. Beautiful. Yeah. And then if you are uh, using cookbooks type of system, then, you know, all these platforms, they have like scanning system. So as like as soon as let's say you go to a restaurant, you have a receipt, you don't want to keep that receipt, take a picture, scan it over. So then you don't even have to keep the hard copies eh, right? as long as you have all your uh, PDFs, then all those hard copies, you can just dump them in box, right? If it's already organized in uh, in a platform. I love that. That's awesome. So awesome. Julie says, I write off everything. Anything I purchase, I use in my home daycare. So almost everything works as a write-off. Um, I You write off everything, but you have to be careful that whatever you write off, it's encouraged for you to earn your business uh, revenue, right? So you have to really be mindful also that what you're writing off is, is it legit business expense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I am so grateful that you were able to spend uh, 40, 45 minutes or so with us this evening, Amandeep, and um, bring your expertise for being in this field for over 25 years um, and absolutely love all the information um, is there somewhere that if anybody has questions, they can find you like on social media um, or. So, yeah, my Facebook is it's public so they can always find me on Facebook and definitely right get the contact uh, my phone number from you guys as well. Awesome. Uh, serve anybody who has a question. Uh, this is a good time actually to get um, get an accountant and then get started do the planning for the for the year right Absolutely. So good. So um, thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us tonight and giving all this information to all of the beautiful people here in our 
VIP group. Um, if we have any questions that come in later, um, I'll, I'll reach out to you and see yeah. if you can help me with answering them. And then also, like you said, if anybody has any questions specifically for you and they would like your feedback, um, I'll get a hold of you as well. And, and yeah. uh, we can get them your information so you guys can link yeah. up. Yeah. And also like my website, I don't know if you can maybe put it in the in the chat after. It's just yeah. the thinncpa.com. Sorry, I had a call up there. Oh, it's okay. Awesome. Yeah. If you want to type that in the comments once we're off here, that would be yeah, awesome. So we, so we can check you out. Yeah. Um, but once again, thank you so much. We are so grateful that you were able to spend your evening with us here. And um, I look forward to 2022. It's going to be an absolutely amazing year. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amandeep. And uh, we'll see you later. See you later. Good night. Good night. Bye.